Hello and welcome to Over the Rainbow, Achieving Mental Health for Real. Today we have two special guests, not just one, but two. Except the first one is a little bit different than what we're used to. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, He happens to have four legs instead of two, and he has a word to say to us that I think will be encouraging. Hello, Internets. It's Pluto here, and I I just, I'm I'm getting the feeling that there's a time of crisis for the two-leggeds, and so I thought maybe I could share some perspectives from the four-leggeds, and maybe that could help you. So we like to just chill out at home, and we, we curl up, and we we wander around and play with a tennis ball and there's lots that you can do and I heard that there's a crisis with the toilet paper which I don't understand I mean for cats I understand because they like to play with it but cats aren't that important but for humans well what my mom she what she does for me is she cuts the hair on my bum really 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 short and then so stuff just it just comes straight out and then there's no worry. It's all good. And then also my other mom said that she went this morning and there was nothing in the grocery store. So she, she said there won't be any snacks today. But for me, it's really easy for snacks. You just go sniffing around a little bit. And if you live near like a little a little school or something, even if it's closed, there's going to be some leftover snacks around there for sure. And also at the end of the street, at the... At the, at the curb area where the hole where the water goes down, sometimes snacks get stuck around there. So it's a good place to check for a, a, little, a little snack if you're really hungry. So just, it's really, very important that you, you all be good to each other. And the, the practice, the social distance, social distancing. So don't, please, you shouldn't sniff other people's legs. And really, you really shouldn't sniff their crotches until this whole thing is over. You've got to. That's social responsibility. So I'm, I'm here if you need me, and I'm really wishing you some good luck, okay? All right, bye. Okay, that was Pluto, and he was trying to give some advice for everyone. But seriously, I have called my friend, and we're just going to talk and hopefully not talk about the C word. Uh, I knew her since 1993. Uh, I met her in a place called CODA, Codependence Anonymous. And uh, she has similar issues that I have. She has ADD and dyslexia on the math side. And then um, she also has high depression, high anxiety. And her name is Joan. And... Um, we used to both live in New Jersey, uh, but now I'm here in Charlotte. Um, do you want to start just telling us about your childhood a little bit? Can you do that? Well, when I was a child, I was kind of uh, treated like a suitcase because they would just drag me along wherever they went. I wasn't given a choice of where to go or where to stay home. Um, or anything like that. 
I was my parents had had a business, and when I was six, they didn't. Nobody stayed home with me. They would drag me to their business, and I would have to stay there. That was no fun, believe me. Otherwise, I would have to. My father had a stamp business, and I had to do counting these little stamps into tens, and they were very boring. Oh, so um, your childhood wasn't. No, it wasn't supposed to fun childhood. They didn't take me places where I wanted to go. They just dragged me along wherever they went. Yeah. Um, With me, I just went outside and played sports with other people. But you didn't have anybody, right? You didn't have any real friends to go with? Well, I got into about the third or fourth grade. Then, Then I had a friend that I would go over her house and play with her. Or she would, or she would come over. They didn't really like her coming over my house because there was no adult there. So I would go over to her house and play with her. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I. Um, my childhood was kind of fun until about eleven, and then it, everything went downhill from there. Um, can you describe? Um, so you got married, right? Uh, actually, her husband was in a terrible car accident. He's okay. He has a couple broken ribs, and and his back might be a little messed up. We don't know. So Joan is doing this to to help me out since I have no guests. Nobody wants to come on in this time period. They're all I don't know what it is, but um, I've been meaning to do a show with Joan. So tonight is the show so but anyway so Joan after your childhood um well then after my childhood I were I ended up working with the stamp department in Gimbel's department store and there I met my husband who worked in the coin department right across the aisle and we worked together for a while but then he was my boss, so that didn't work out too well because I would argue with him. And so I stopped working there and I went and I worked with kids. I worked with kids that were three and four years old at a Y. And that was kind of fun because it was, it was fun playing with them. And there was three teachers. And there were about 20 kids. Well, I, I got together with Tom before that when I worked in the stamp department in Gimbel's. And he worked in the coin department. So the coin department was right across the aisle from the stamp department. So I used to... I didn't have anybody to eat lunch with, so I used to go in the back area... And I would sit in a box and I would eat lunch. And Tom saw me there a couple of times. He said, why don't you come down to Howie's office with me? So I said, are you sure you're not going to mind having another person in there? And he said, no, nice people. So 
we went down, we started going and kind of having lunch dates. So we used to go down to Howie's office and eat downstairs with these other people. Okay, and then uh, you got married, what, a couple of years later? Yeah, I got married a couple of years later. And uh, we had a wedding with a rabbi and and a priest. Yeah, Tom, her husband, is Roman Catholic, right? Yeah, his family was Roman Catholic. And, and Joan is uh, Jewish. Uh, I have yeah. a Jewish name because my father was Jewish and my mother was Roman Catholic, so there you go. Were you feeling uh, depressed? How, when did it start getting worse, I guess, is the, is the question. Well, it was, it was worse in my childhood because nobody knew that I was depressed. And they didn't think kids got depressed back then. So I just, my mother brought me to some, some doctor, and the doctor said, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. And so they didn't realize how I was feeling. And that was the worst part. I would be um, alone, and I was, I, I was a latchkey kid. So I would get home. I had the key to the house, and I would get home maybe 3 o'clock from school, and my parents wouldn't get home until about 5, so I was stuck. Kind of by myself all the time, and that wasn't good for me. Yeah, so that you you felt depressed, and you, did you have anxiety as a child? Yeah, I had anxiety and depression, and my parents, unfortunately, they made it worse because they kept saying, "Don't lose your key, don't lose your key, don't lose your glasses. You'll be in so much trouble." Uh, a terrible thing is going to happen if you lost your key. You're going to have to get the whole house redone and stuff like that. So they kind of they kind of egged me on being anxious. Yeah, uh, it was good parenting back then. Uh, <laughs> my father would just yell a lot. My mother would go, "Well, he doesn't mean it," but. You know, that's the way they did it back then. They didn't know anything about uh, depression that much. Um, so, after you were married a little bit, um, did, didn't you have, like, a real bad episode? Yeah, I had a bad episode um, when my husband we were fighting, and he actually was physically touching me and fighting. I didn't want to be hit. So I I told him, that's it, either you call us me to marriage counseling or you leave the house. What year was this? It must have been about 84. And so he left the house, he went to his parents' house, and his parents didn't like the idea of what they did either. And they didn't treat him like he was well, really welcome there either. So he finally said he'll go to marriage counseling. So he came back and we went to marriage counseling. And that helped a lot. That can really help out a relationship. But we, started, we started out arguing, complaining about each other. 
And then we ended up just telling stories about what we did during the day. And it was it was really it was really helpful. Yeah, my marriage counselor, uh, my well, my wife wanted to divorce me. I went in there and she said, "Hey, you need to get a divorce." <laughs> After she talked to my wife, so that was kind of bad. But so then, didn't you have a a big depression? Yeah, I had a big depression after when, when my daughter was born in 88. And then when she was about, then I always thought there was something strange about it. And it turned out that, that um, now I, I look back and I realize that she was, she has, um, ADD and she has um, manic depression and so we didn't know that and I was, she went to um, a preschool and then the preschool teacher was talking to me and she and I didn't know I was depressed I just felt tired all the time constantly tired and not wanting to move and they realized the her counselor realized it was that I might have depression. And so he, she sent me to a, a psychologist who gave me a list of things to, to check off if you have depression or not. And I don't, I was definitely on that list. So the psychologist couldn't help me. He, had, sent, he said, you have to go see a psychiatrist to get some med good medicine. That must have been somewhere around ninety, yeah. I went to I went to a psychiatrist and and the psychiatrist um gave me some medicine and that really helped right away. I was surprised. It was Prozac they gave me. And that helped for a while, but then I went to, it, it wasn't the greatest, so I went and I got a, a regular psychiatrist that I could go see every, you know, like once a month or so, and she got me on some other medicines that really helped. Now, now I'm, I'm, take, I'm seeing the psychiatrist that was, uh, that my daughter was sent to, and he's really good. He's a he's an expert on different kinds of medicines, and he's put me on um, some good some Wellbutrin and some Trazodone and some stuff for anxiety. So I'm much better now. Yeah, but you had a real bout with depression, didn't you? At one point, where you got real. A real bout with depression? Like you really got very depressed? Was, when was that? That was before I had the medicine. That was, um, I must have been somewhere in the early 90s. Yeah, could, can you describe that, uh, the, that episode? The episode was about? pretty bad. It just, well, I didn't want to do anything. Anything seemed to be too too hard to do. Even to make dinner, I was like, it's torture. 
was very difficult to to get myself to actually get up out of the bed, out of the floor, and to do something. And unfortunately, that was it was um, Martin Luther King Day, and unfortunately, I found out later that my father had a had a um, tried to commit suicide on that day. My father had depression for as long as I can remember, and I didn't, I didn't know that I had it too. He had it um, as, a, as an adult. Yeah, it's important because it runs in the family, and so if your parents have it and you think you're not feeling good, that's that's when you should really go to a psychiatrist or at least a counselor. It's important if you're not feeling right, you should go and see a psychiatrist or a counselor and see what they say because you might have something too. Yeah, and and I had a really bad episode where I wound up in a hospital. Um, and you were never in the hospital, were you, Joe? I don't even know. No, I was never in the hospital. But uh, it turns out later on, uh, your daughter Lauren uh, had some problems. Can you describe those? Yes. Yes, she has. Well, she started out in kindergarten. She went to kindergarten. And the first day of kindergarten, she was jumping off the chairs. And the teacher, she really didn't know what to do with her. She was jumping all around and moving the chairs and climbing all over until I knew there was something that, despite her pediatrician saying that she's fine, I knew there was something that wasn't right. So we took her to an expert, and they said she definitely has ADHD. So they they started putting her on medicine for it. Uh, Ritalin or something? They put her on Ritalin and Clonopin. But the problem was the, between the Ritalin and the Clonopin, it made her like a zombie. She's just walking around like her eyes open, not not really doing anything, just yeah. just staring. And probably Clonopin, that, that's like Xanax and, and Valium, yeah. So that could knock you out. It was but, too strong for her. Yeah. So as she grew up, she had problems, right? Throughout? Yes. Yes, she had problems as she was growing up. She had um, one incident. She was running around the street with the, the scissors. I couldn't get her get give the scissors back. And so the cops came, and the cops got her to to give the scissors back and calm down. So she's, she's had uh, many. I think she was diagnosed with bipolar two, right? Yeah, she's definitely bipolar. Yeah, there's a bipolar one and a two now. The the one is more of a manic, like the guy we used to in Coda, that guy Ralph. Remember Ralph? Yeah, I remember Ralph. Yeah, one one day he came in and he started talking about, uh, you know, he was all dressed differently and he started talking about he wants to hang out with all the cool people 
and uh, we didn't know enough because we didn't know who Gaddafi was, and it was just a real mess. He was like a totally different person. You remember that, right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So what happened was, um, 93, uh, I went to this group CODA. It's CODA Benz Anonymous, but it's pretty much like a generic 12-step program. Uh, and that's where I met Joan. And we became friends. And um, so uh, just talking about Lauren again, you had a lot of trouble physically with her, right? As well? Yeah, unfortunately, she was violent towards me. And one time she had slammed the door on my finger, and my finger was broken. So, but now, now she's not violent at all. Now she's very different. Um, in the past, she was, she would kick That's and good. hit and everything else and tell me that she hated me. But now, especially now, she's, we're getting along very well. Unfortunately, my husband's in the hospital, and she's been there. How old is Lauren now? Yeah, she's 31. Okay. Uh, go ahead. You were saying your so husband. My husband's in the hospital, and now we're getting along really well, and we're working together as a team. Does Lauren want to say anything? Do you want to say something? I don't want to. About anything. No, she doesn't really want to get, to get on the phone. Oh, yeah. she's shy. Sorry. I mean, I can cut it out if it was bad anyway. And then you have another daughter, um, Allison, yeah. right? She's, what, how many years? How many years younger is she? She is three years younger. And she went to college in, down in Maryland, and, uh, the Maryland Honors College, UM, UMBC. And yeah, she was very smart, very, she, very smart. She did have some um, problems on it. OCD, OCD, yeah, she did have some OCD yeah, issues. I, yeah, I know I was there one time and she kept shutting the lights on and off in the front and she'd come back and go back, shut them up, you know, turn them back on, turn them back off, you know. So she definitely had OCD and I could relate to that. And she had <laughs> But you never had OCD, No, did I don't you? really yeah. have OCD. I do have a little bit of, of it that I kind of um, ruminated on the subject. What's that? Yeah, you live with your OCD. Yeah, I'm good with my OCD. The huh. Paxil stuff that the doctor gave me really helped it. Yeah, so we're both on a lot of medicine, and we're both doing pretty good. Um, I got something called Primapixel, and that really helped me a lot. And Joan's been seeing a very good psychiatrist, and that helped her. And I guess Lauren is also... Uh, in good shape these days. Oh, here's my, here's okay, let's talk. Here's my daughter. Okay, here's Lauren. So, Lauren, what's going on? Hello. Hello. Uh, what's going on? You're helping your mother with your father? Yes, I am. 
Yeah. So, what are you doing? I am helping her pay the bills and get the groceries from the store and cook dinner. You, you, are you keeping six feet away from everybody? What? Are you keeping six feet away from everybody? Yeah, except for my cat. So you don't get yeah, the virus? Yeah, my cat is on my lap. Oh. You guys got three cats, I have right? two cats and a dog. Or two. Oh, two cats and a dog. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you were in a house for a while, and then you moved back in to your mother's house yeah. for now, right? What, what what happened with the other house? What happened with the first um, house? I mean, why'd you have to leave? What? Why did you um, leave? Because the roommate that I was living with was kind of being bullying, and she was um, yelling and screaming, and she was being very loud and obnoxious, and we weren't getting along. So I decided to move out and come back and live with my parents. Okay, that's good. Um, but you feeling good these yeah. days, right? Unless you want to no, say something okay. else. Hold on. Okay, thanks for coming on. Okay, I'm back. You got something to say? I I got like ten minutes that you. Well, can say. I think that <laughs> it's very important if you don't feel right to to see a therapist, and the medicine does not make you into a, a zombie all the time. It, medicine can really help. I feel like that I really became more myself when I got on the right medicine. And also, um, spirituality is really important because it it takes you out of yourself so that you can um, so that you're not ruminating about things. The thing about it is, Joan and I are, are, neither of us are religious, but we have our own spirituality that we right. always talk about, right? Pretty much. And then, and then we talk about everything else. Cause I can talk yeah. like crazy. And Joan, you can talk yeah, pretty good too. I, can, I guess I can. <laughs> and then Tom talks a little bit, but, Right now, Tom's laid up. Hopefully, uh, everybody can pray for for Tom to make a speedy recovery. And uh, he's he's a great guy. Um, you did have some trouble with yeah, him a little I had a bit, little right? Tr- I had trouble with him a little bit in the beginning, like I said. But then we went to counseling, and then he went to anger management. And he's much better now. He doesn't really yell. He's, he's very um is very concerned and is a soft hearted guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy Tom. He just he has uh what, bipolar, yeah. I think. And every once in a while he loses it and but it's very similar to my father. Just starts screaming, right? Yeah. Mostly. He doesn't hit any. He doesn't hit. No, he doesn't hit anymore. It's just he used to uh, every once in a while, if he didn't do something right, or he he would get upset if the sports team was losing, and he would start yelling at the TV, and 
Yeah. We all do that. <laughs> okay. Um, I know we we didn't talk about the virus, but I don't think anybody wants to really hear about it. It looks like we're going to be laid up for like 30 or 60 days. I had trying to convince my children not to expose themselves that much, but they're bored and, they, you know, they have to go to the grocery store and whatever. But if you do go out, you got to wash your hands when you come back and wash your hands before you go and just keep washing your hands all, all day long. And you got to do A, B, C all the way down to Z and you can't do it fast. Yes, yeah, sounds good to me. All right. All right. Thanks for being on the show. And you're not getting okay. any coding gifts. Uh, sorry. All right. You All right. Too. Take care. Okay. That was my best friend, Joan P. We're anonymous. But we're really, really, really good friends. And I'm glad to have her on the show. And I hope it was entertaining for you. I hope I took your mind away from other things. And um, if you have any questions for me, I'm at over the rainbow bob at gmail.com. That's over the rainbow bob at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at over the rain one bow. And I'm also in Facebook now. Just look up Over the Rainbow, Achieving Health, Mental Health for Real. So for today's show, that's it. And keep safe. And we'll see you next time.